Welcome to Bulletproof Podcast, the ultimate guide to unlocking your true potential. Join host Gary Clinton as he takes you on a journey of self-discovery and empowerment. From overcoming obstacles to reaching new heights, each episode is packed with actionable advice and inspiration to help you become bulletproof in every aspect of your life. Get ready to level up and break through barriers. This is Bulletproof. Hello there and welcome to the Bulletproof Podcast. My name is Gary Clinton and I hope you're having a tremendously beautiful day on this gorgeous ass day. Who said it was gorgeous? I did. Don't care if it's miserable, dark, rainy, cloudy, stormy. Hope the roof's still over your head. Have you got one over your head? How blessed. In this episode, maybe you've heard of an old article or an old famous book that is called The Top 5 Regrets of the Dying. And it's by a girl called Bonnie War, where, And she was a, a nurse and she was looking after people who are, you know, towards the end of their life. And in this, like I mentioned, the five regrets of the dying people. Uh, the, the top five regrets of dying. Now, what comes up for you? What do you think is one of these top five regrets of people who are dying? Is it not speaking on stage? Nah, I'm not going to try to suggest anything just yet. But just have a guess while I go into do the uh, sponsors of this podcast, which is quasi.com, qwazee.com. If you're going on holidays, use Quasi, of course. Be hashtag be smart. And then also, upskillonline.org. If you want to improve your communications, you want to improve your business skills, you want to improve your art skills, figure out on Alice on upskillonline.org and you'll be able to find a course that'll be able to benefit you. Now, with that being said, the top five regrets of dying, Bonnie Ware, a nurse who helps people at the end of their life, she asked this profound question and these lessons if we've all heard you can learn from people's mistakes let's learn from these people's regrets and implement them into our lives so we can live a more fulfilling more meaningful life now instead of when we're 90 years old and saying Jesus we should have looked back and we should have done something and I don't ever think it gets easier I really don't I think when you're 90 years old you're still going to have thoughts of oh my god you're not doing this oh my god you haven't done this oh my god you don't do yeah I think it's fascinating I was only recently thinking of, um, you know, my old grandpa or granddad, and I was thinking, you know, I know, I know you have a similar connection with people, right? And I have, a, I have a, a thought that was along the lines of, I should do more, and I was like, Jesus Christ, I don't know if he heard that thought, I don't know if he got that thought, maybe it was just my own thought. Now, when I heard that. I was like, oh my goodness, even at the right age of nine years old, there's still, life is still given these simple, uh, directional, impactful thoughts. And I think that's fascinating. So I also realized the eyes that you're looking out of right now, the, per, the, the, per, not the perception, but the, but the eyes you were looking out right now, it stays the same. And this is, you know, content, you could say, whatever that is. There's also beautiful emotions inside, but these eyes that you're looking out of right now, these stay the same throughout the, throughout the journey. You might have trouble focusing going forward, but get used to these beautiful eyes, these interesting eyes here that right that you were seeing out of 
With that being said, the top five regrets of the dying by Bonnie Ware. Number one. If you don't know what it is, let me elaborate for you. Number one. I wish I had the courage to live true to myself. So, what does that mean? I wish I had the courage to live true to myself. Well, depends on how you perceive that. It could, it could be minuscule details, like... I say minuscule, but it's also massive, major. Is like, live true to yourself, that you, you didn't want to go out that night, but you said yes because someone asked you to go out. Um, you went out and you done negative things or, or you know, good things, whatever way you want to perceive it. If it's drinking alcohol or if it's going for a takeaway or whatever it is, live it true to yourself. That could be an example of that. Or if it's pursuing your passions, if someone asks you again, do something or to go somewhere, but you really want to do something else, like a passion, and you didn't do it. Or if it's making decisions or life choices that are in line of where you want to go with yourself. And if you've got some toxic friends, don't just keep being living in with toxic friends. It's it's not saying, uh, you know, that they're good and I'm afraid to go elsewhere. It's again, it's living true to yourself that these may not be the best people for you. Although staying with them guarantees some level of security, some level of safety. And it guarantees the certain level of success, a certain level of life that they are bound to have. So living true to yourself, really interesting, number one. How would you define that? And I even wonder how the people would phrase that. If she uh, surveyed loads of people who were dying, would they have all said on a consistent basis, I wish I had the courage to live true to myself, maybe live true to myself, they would have, they would have mentioned. If I could give you an example for my life, um, live true to myself. Look, I, I I used to play football when I was a young kid, not even a young kid, a, a late teenager. And I realized like the people I'm surrounded by here in the team, great characters, great personalities, but ultimately negative and negative for myself. And that was a hard decision that I had to make for myself where I had to sacrifice my footballing time, which again, I could still do. But it's a matter of you've got to see a North Star and you've got to be willing to take a risk to get there. And I was unfortunately had to give that give that up, but it's it's really interesting. There's a personal example or a story that I can give where I've lived true to my living true to myself and to my purpose and to my goals and my vision. Number two, I wish I didn't work so hard, and that's an interesting one. It's a really interesting one. Why is that interesting? Because. Not only did you work so hard or are you working so hard, you're sacrificing time with your people, aka your relationships, not only friends, but family too, but you're also impacting your own health. And I think we're all about hard work. There's no denying that it takes hard work. But does it matter in the end of the day if your body's shut down or your relationships are lost? Does it really matter? I don't know. <laughs> And this is coming from a person who loves to work hard. And I don't even know if I love to work hard now as I'm reading this. It's just something that I've been conditioned to do and conditioned to believe. And I'm also thinking of Cristiano Ronaldo, one of the hardest working people ever. So what is it? But this is one of the rest from the dying. And it makes you think, where is your work-life balance? What's it like setting some boundaries or needing some boundaries in your life so you don't have to you know, always do extra work or you want to set yourself for 
this certain day and this certain time I'm going to do certain things with my family or my friends and I'm not going to go doing other things because work, 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 I need to work, work, work. Uh, it's really interesting. Number three, I wish I had the courage to express my feelings. Are you type of person who kind of uh, holds back himself where they are suppressing some emotions and not communicating openly or communicating freely with their partner or yourself. Um, this is very interesting because you've got things you want to say to people. I've got things I want to say to people. And not expressing them things, I feel like it's going to be a benefit to them. But maybe it's not. In order to overcome this, I think for context... Give context to the conversation. That hey, I'm going to say some things. And certain, I'm going to say some things that how I feel. But this does not mean I still I don't love you. This means I love you and I still want to be with you. But I want to say these things, and it's just what I'm feeling, not what I'm believing. There's a way you can. Uh, there's a technique that you can use. It's setting a context for this. It's exp- It's letting them know that you're going to express your feelings in advance, and they might not be pleasant feelings for either of you. Number four, I wish I had stayed in touch with my friends. How interesting in this personal development world, we're always looking at our friends and thinking, well, we're the average of our five friends or birds of a feather flock together. Yet, as life goes on and time goes on, we get on with our own life. What does that mean? If we have kids or if we work on work or if we work on our own family or our own relationships, it's time, it kind of gets isolated. <laughs> the friends do their own thing. I know I personally have friends that have moved away to different countries. It's, it's quite, it's, it's, it's a wow factor for sure. I've lost them in many regards. I'm probably not going to see them again in maybe ever, but a very long time. And it's really, really interesting as you grow into this adolescence age where people are getting further and further away. And how long does it take to send a little me- message or a little hey, you know, I'd love to do this one day with you. Or thank you for doing this. Or reminding them of a great charm or memory. How could you build your network of friends, even if you're in friends that you don't want to be with? How could you grow into another network? If it's joining a community, if it's joining some sort of sport, if it's joining some sort of hobby or, or, or anything that you would be interested in or where you could be able to connect with people and then nurturing them friendships over a long period of time. They often say your net worth is your network or your network is your net worth number five lastly on this list I wish I had I wish I had let myself be happier and this is an interesting one I believe myself to be a very happy person and as I look at this I'm like Jesus I could be even happier and what does that mean I think that means being more expressive more outgoing more joyous to people um and a couple of examples would be, you know, looking at more gratitude or really, you know, at the start of this episode, I always start the episode, not always, but most of the time, but, you know, how are you on this glorious day? If you said that that's to some random person, they'd be like, well, well what's glorious about it? What's glorious about this freaking day? <laughs> and they're completely forgetting all the beautiful things that's happening right now. We're alive. I'm healthy, at least. The roof over the head. Where are you in your moments? 
And can you express the happiness? Because the more you're happy, many times we've talked about we're ripples, ripples into other people. The bigger, the brighter torch that you have inside of yourself, the bigger, the better the world and the world is going to be. There's no quote. Your attitude to life is life's attitude to you. I challenge you in a positive way to be more happier and to be more outgoing, more expressive for yourself, for your love, for your family. It will be a very positive thing. Removing them self-limiting beliefs and choosing the power of honesty, friendship, expression of happiness, living true to yourself and not and doing it in a free spirit, not working so hard, doing it in a in a cultivating a beautiful attitude as you go through this life. These are some of the deepest, biggest regretful people who are dying. Not only at the age of 100 years old, but 40, 50, 60, 70. You could learn a lot from this. What have you learned from this episode? What regret are you going to look at and go, how can I be more proactive in changing that so I don't have that course and I don't have that regret later on in my life? I hope you have a beautiful, blessed day. What resonates with you today? And then how can you use that to change your future for a much, much more beautiful, positive future? Thank you for tuning in to today's episode. Go ahead and leave a rating on this episode or this podcast. That'd be much appreciated. Five stars. Mama said, if you ain't got anything good to say, don't say it. Okay, so go ahead and hit that five star rating. Check the links in the description for the sponsors and also the Bulletproof Mindset community. And I hope you have a beautiful blessed day. Thank you for joining in. I'll see you in the next episode. You are amazing. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Bulletproof. Remember to check the show notes for links to join our growing Bulletproof community. We hope you found inspiration and practical tips to help you on your journey to unlocking your true potential. Remember, becoming Bulletproof is a continuous journey. So keep taking steps toward your goals and never give up on your aspirations. Join us next time as we delve deeper into the mindset and strategies of those who've achieved their own version of Bulletproof success. Stay inspired. Stay Bulletproof.